to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. Thank you for all you're doing, all you're going to do. I ask you to help us in in all areas and all ways. Help us to uh, hear the message today and help whoever needs to hear it to find it and you know on the internet and come across it and be able to hear it and get the help that you want from lord i praise you and bless you and lift your name amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. um i'm gonna read a scripture that seems out of order or out of time frame and then talk about it because it really shows us an answer and a reason to an age-old question. And the question is, why does God let bad things happen to innocent people? And we'll, we'll come to an answer. I'm sure there's more than one, but we're going to come to one answer. And I'm going to read out of Matthew chapter 2. And the reason it seems like it's out of order, because it's like, now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, yeah, it's Christmas, but this is after, it's not, anyway, um, was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Hold that thought, put a pin there, remember it, think about it. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is, for the, thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the, not the least among rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined for them, from them what time the, the star appeared. Put a pin in that one too. Secretly called the wise men. And, when he, and, and then he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, until it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed from their own country another way. <coughs> Excuse me. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt, and it was, was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled, <clears throat> which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, 
was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, I voice heard in Ramah lamentation, weeping, and greed, and great mourning, Rachel mourning for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Um, there's several things there. First of all, just a brief review, overview, the wise men followed the star that had appeared to them all the way from Babylon or wherever they were from. They were somewhere over in Iraq, you know, Iran and that area. They'd traveled a long way, hundreds or even, you know, maybe a thousand miles, maybe even further than that. We don't know for sure. And, uh, they only went to Herod because they're like, oh, well, if there's going to be a king born, then he must be in the palace. So they put their own understanding before the leadership that they were getting from God. I don't know that God, the star didn't lead them to Herod because it came back to them when they went out to look for the Christ child again. They went into the they went into the the palace to see Herod because, oh, well, there's this big palace here and there's a king, so if there's going to be a, you know, a print, you know, a baby that's going to be a king born, it must be to the king, right? Mm-hmm. So they put their own understanding before the understanding of God. That's one pin. The next pin is when Herod heard about it, you know, he was troubled. Okay, we understand that. He had his own children, and he's like, oh, there's somebody else who's going to be, you know, who's a threat to me. But all Jerusalem was troubled with him. Hmm. Hmm. Herod had a reputation. Hmm. He wasn't a nice person. Hmm. Nobody thought he was a nice person. And that spread like wildfire. Some people came from the east saying there's another king going to be born king of the Jews and so it was like everybody took in a collective breath and was just holding it because they all knew that Herod was going to explode because that's what he did. Yeah, he was he was like that. And then he lied, obviously. Um, I thought it was interesting that he, you know, he he called all of the scribes and the chief priests and all of those people together to find out where the Christ was supposed to be born. And then secretly called the wise men and said, now when did you first see the star? He didn't want anybody else to know who to look for. Mm-hmm. Again, it went along with his personality, along with his desire to be in control, along you know, all of that stuff. But he was blocking the ability of anybody else to come to the Christ child at that point in time. Don't know if that was something God wanted or not. I have a feeling that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, we never know what would have happened right. if people hadn't done things and blocked things and caused problems. We don't know what the story would have been. Maybe Jesus would have, you know, they would have come and been like, 
he's the Christ child and now and Rome would have been transposed and transformed and under the different emperor and who knows we, we don't have any way of knowing there's lots of guessing that can it be happened done. exactly like it was supposed to well I it fulfilled prophecy it, it did fulfill prophecy but prophecy could have been fulfilled in many ways yeah, to get to the same thing so, <clears throat> but the um, but we never know what what could have happened or would have happened. So, and then, you know, he obviously when the the you know they finally the the wise men went back looking for the Christ, and the star appeared to him again. Mm-hmm. So. There's probably a whole message in there because they were they were following the leadership of the Holy Spirit at that point of God, you know, however it was defined, because you know the Holy Spirit hadn't been introduced, <laughs> but but you know they were, they were following that the guidance from the star. They went off on their own. As soon as they came back looking for the what they were there for that leadership came back and was showing them where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something to think about there, too. Um, maybe it's the fact that, you know, it, they, were, they were trying to find the Christ child, but they were following their own understanding, leaning on their own understanding, not on the, the leadership and the, uh, that was coming from above. And when they... Obviously, when they went into the palace, the star went away because it said it came back. Hmm. So when they started looking again, it came back, and then they it led it took them. them two years, didn't it? Well, from when they started, yeah. yeah I mean, you know, and at, at least, yeah. give or take. Yeah, well, the child was two, it says. Yeah, but I mean, two is a long time. <laughs> Yeah, ask anybody who has a two-year-old. <laughs> they can be two for a long time. <laughs> that 12-month period could be a long... <laughs> so, I mean, you know, but, but two to three, you know, almost three years, you know, somewhere in there. You know, it's hard to tell how old he was exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they... Uh, and, and they traveled, like I said, they traveled from somewhere on the other side of yeah, Iraq or Iran... You know, in that area or further, so... By camel or um, by donkey. Yeah. It's not like they could get in a jet plane and fly. Yeah. <laughs> so so it took them a while to get there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then, you know, mm-hmm. once Herod finally figured it out, Joseph, you know, the angel appeared to Joseph, got them out. The wise men went back. They are like, oh, we're not going back to Herod because... There was something sleazy about him. And then Herod said, all right, I'm gonna, I want to kill every child that's two years old and, and every male child that's two years old and younger in Bethlehem and its districts. None of those people did anything wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing that probably, none of those children did anything that deserved death. No. God didn't want them to die. It wasn't that God said, these children have to die so that my child can... No. Mm -hmm. Herod was a sinful, evil, 
vicious man who didn't want any competition. And as a result, terrible things happen to innocent people. Right. Because of sin. Because people make their own choices and God gives us free will. And you know, and I've heard I've heard people say, Well, if God gives us free will and it lets a, lets people do things like that, then you know, what's the good of why why would he give people free will? It's because without free will there's also no love. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have free will, Herod wouldn't have done that. But there would also be no way for us to love God. Of course, people might say, well, Adam and Eve wouldn't have sinned in the first place. True, but they would have been automatons. None of the rest of us would have existed, probably. None of, God wouldn't have had the companionship that he was looking for, mm-hmm. that he was seeking, that he wanted. So he had to give us free will. Along with free will is the ability to choose. Am I going to do what is pleasing to God because I want to be in his presence and I want to please him? Or I'm going to do what's, what I want to do regardless of what's pleasing to God, which is the choice that we see Herod making here, obviously. Mm-hmm. And obviously Herod had been making that choice from what history books say and uh, like for most of his life he was he was never a particularly honored king Mm-mm. they didn't nobody really liked him the romans didn't like him they were like yeah he's vicious enough we can keep him in power and you know mm-hmm. he'll keep the people under check cuz he likes power and you know he wasn't he wasn't a, a a gracious person. He wasn't a nice person. And he proves it. Yet again. I'm sure that he's had a lot of suffering to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but, you know, the reason God lets, you know, the reason terrible, bad, awful things happen to good people or good, you know, innocent people isn't because God says, I'm going to make terrible, awful, bad things happen to these people. Yeah. It's because we make choices that cause those things to happen. That's right. And God will not break his own rules. I mean, even as far back as Job, we see, well, all that terrible stuff happened to Job. God didn't do it. The devil did it. Mm-hmm. God said the only rule that you can't break is you can't kill him. Mm-hmm. And that extended to his wife. Mm. But, you know, so... That... We look at that story and go, oh, how? We look at this story and go, oh, how? You know, we don't know how many children Herod slaughtered, but it was in, you know, it was in the hundreds or, you know, probably the low thousands. I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's probably 15,000 people in that region. I'm amazed his, his life wasn't taken, you know. Well, I mean, 
He wasn't that much older when he died, so... No, that's he, right. Yeah, <coughs> it may have haunted him. Yeah. Or, I, I don't remember how Herod died, if they, if they ever found out how he died. His son may have done him in. Mm. Um, not that he was much better, but... <laughs> but, um, you know, in, in, if there was, say, 10,000 people in, in the region around Bethlehem, there was several hundred children, you know, boy yeah, children yeah, yeah. in that age group. It was awful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know that every one of those children and the cries of their mothers God heard and grieved over. And I'm sure that there was a payback that was demanded, you know, of Herod at some point in time. Um, but the point of this is when we see terrible things happen, mm-hmm. some people say, well, you know, if God was good, he wouldn't let that happen. Mm-hmm. No, if God was good there's no way that he would stop things that are a direct result of our choices from happening. Because when we make those choices, even that affect other people, that's the free choice, the free will that he's given us. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not to say that prayer can't change things because other people can choose and say, God, please intervene in this situation. Please change the situation. You know, fix it, whatever. And he can and will. We've seen it recently. You know, somebody, you know, almost 90 years old, 90 years old, got hit by a car and had... A brain bleed and they were they were saying you know she's not gonna it's not likely that she's gonna y'all need to be prepared in case she dies and all of a sudden you know lots of people praying lots of places and all of a sudden she's like night and day turned around and a promise from God that she would be restored to health and she's doing this man's daughter wonderfully, I mean, she's doing way wonderfully compared to what she was, right. and she's still improving. His daughter so. said to him, to the father, my mother didn't deserve this. Why did it happen? He said, called her by name, and said, there are some things I don't ask. Well, that was really good. I'm sure that there were a lot of parents in in the story about Herod that asked the same thing you know that they didn't deserve this why did this happen there's some things we just don't ask we don't know and we don't necessarily want to know um sometimes you ask God and he'll tell you and you're like oh I didn't really need to know that <laughs> so it's just something to think about that it's so easy for us, when we're in a place of angst or depression or anger or hurt, and we blame God, and 
it's not always, you know, it's not God's fault. And it's not always our fault that we're in that place. Sometimes it's because choices somebody else made. You know, it says, you know, it says Rachel is mourning her children. Rachel was, you know, is, is metaf- metaphorical there. But the mothers mourning their children were, were not. And they blamed Herod, rightly, and you know, because it was his fault. But also, you know, they could easy, easily have blamed God. God, why did you let this happen to my baby? And it wasn't the baby's fault, and it wasn't God's choice that that happened. It was because Herod made a decision and made a choice that was selfish and evil and trying to destroy something. And as a result, great suffering came. And we don't know what God may have done later on in life. Who knows when Jesus was wandering around and mm-hmm. and and teaching and you know it doesn't talk a whole lot about him going down there, but he did go lots of places. He was in Jerusalem, and Bethlehem's not that far from Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He may have. Who knows the miracles that he did there? Right. We you know, we we don't know and may never know. Someday we might. But the the importance the important thing is to remember that when we find ourselves in a situation where we're going, why? Why would you let this happen, God? Look at it from a different perspective. And think about the fact that God let you already know the answer as to why God let stuff happen. It's because he said, you have free will. And I don't know what the the right way to approach some of those situations are. They're really hard. All you can do sometimes is just say, God, I need your help. Mm-hmm. God, this situation needs you. And you can choose to inject God into those situations. You can bring good out of horrible stuff. Yeah, we can choose to to bring God into those situations. And somehow suffering brings good things. I don't know how it happens. Suffering can it can cause. I don't know how, right. I don't know how that happens, but. Mm-hmm. but well, it's like the. It's like the vase that's broken and then glued back together. And you know, and you had a light in it that used to just shine out the top, but when it's glued mm. back together, the light shines out through Too all old. of the cracks, mm-hmm. and it's more yeah. beautiful. Or like the Japanese kintsuge, where they there's broken pottery, and then they fix it with gold mm-hmm. in between, and it has a a beauty to it that's just couldn't be done intentionally because the way it shattered was chaotic and and bad but then they take and they fix it in such a way that it's beautiful you know and so the destruction doesn't mean that it's always destroyed it can be right. reassembled 
more beautiful than it was before. Yeah. Somehow the suffering of the saints speaks to people. It does. True. It does. It, it's like it radiates out somehow. I don't know how mm-hmm. how that works, but I've seen it happen. Right. In, I have too. With my mom and all of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know how God does that. It's true. And and that suffering does and it and it speaks to God and the angels in heaven, you know, the heavenly hosts see it and, and it draws people are amazed and, and people, people are drawn that don't even know why they're being drawn. And mm-hmm. like if it's people that have known the person mm-hmm. that's suffering or whatever their whole life and they mm-hmm. they know them as a person. Right. Somehow it just no speaks more. to yeah, it does. God uses yeah. mm-hmm. it. Does God uses yeah. the, the, yeah. the. So it doesn't make it easier, but it just no. God uses it. No, it's not easier. No. It's like you know, but it all. But, but there it is. Does help you there is a purpose to, to it. Yeah. yeah. That God uses know. that 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 came as a result of somebody making a bad choice or a result of something just off the wall mm-hmm. weird happening physically or you know in the world that's just part of nature God will use that to come you know become it puts you know the scripture that says you know all things work together, work together for the good of them who love the Lord mm-hmm. and it's not that that everything is good, it's that it will work together toward good. Toward Somehow good. It, it works and it reaches out. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know how far. No, no. Right. But somehow yeah. God uses those mm-hmm. suffering times. I don't know. It's amazing. It's yeah. it is miraculous. Amazing. It is miraculous and amazing. And, and, and it's an appropriate topic of conversation for right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't seem like it is. <laughs> but it is. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. So it just seems like a lot of loss happens at this time of year. That's true. Maybe there it just stands out more. That may be as well, but there are, there's a lot that, of, a lot of, yeah, loss is the best way to put it. So... We just have to remember that. And it's not necessarily easy to remember it Mm. in the time, especially if it directly impacts you or if it's directly affecting you. It's hard. But just if we review it, if we remember it, you know, the old scriptures, train up a child in the way he should go when he's old he won't depart from it, isn't necessarily about actions and deeds. It's about if they've if you train your children in such a way that they in their heart know the word of god they know and recognize that the holy spirit can lead even if they wander off they can't ever get away they're going to be drawn back towards it they're going to be they're going to have that voice that comes right. up in their in their the back of their mind yeah. that says this is what you need to do and 
they may not listen to that voice for a while, but it's consistent and it comes back to them again and again and they and it will eventually by God's grace and mercy get through it's foundational it's foundational Mm -hmm. and that's and that's all of this works towards that so I don't know Jesus we just ask that you would help Lord help us to get this Lord we want it we need it but but whoever this is really for you know whoever needs this message Lord I ask that you would help them Mm -hmm. come to it that they would come to this message Lord not because of me or because of us or you know the words we've been said but because of the message that you want to get across Lord and I pray that you would help with that Lord we thank you and praise you and bless you Lord um, thank you for the season. Thank you for the wonderful times that we have together and we're going to have. I ask you to help all those who are in a time of loss or in a time of heartache and who are suffering now, Lord Jesus, that they would be comforted. We thank you and praise you and bless you. Amen. Amen. I wanted to tell you that... Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.